You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Boots and Beards presents the Bearded Brothers Show. My name is Cash, your host till 8pm, and on my team tonight I have uh, Bearded Brother, Navi Baksh. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam, brother. So, the Bearded Brothers Show is here to help promote health and well-being amongst our local community, and we would love to hear from our listeners, so please call in with any questions that you might have on the topic discussed tonight. As always, the number is 375-3434. And you can also interact with us on Facebook and Twitter. Tonight, our topic is Kung Fu. And our guest speaker uh, on this topic is um, Zubair Khan. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Wa alaikum assalam. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Thank you for being with us uh, here today. Uh, and if you could just start off with giving us uh, a brief background on um, how you started out in Kung Fu. Okay, I started out in Kung Fu in 1990, um, which uh, came to, uh, after a long decision behind it, um, I was in a part of a gang and I needed to defend myself, so I thought which is the best way to defend myself was to learn Wing Chun Kung Fu, which is a style that uses a technique and strength as well, so it's a hard and a soft style that I, I train in. And I wanted to do that just basically for myself so I didn't have to look big and strong in front of a person but I had the ability to defend myself and to surprise somebody as well at the same time. But Wing Chun didn't come straight away to me. Obviously my brother was uh, the one who introduced me to Bruce Lee at a very young age. So Bruce Lee and Muhammad Ali were being influenced on me as well at a very young age. So I did karate in the beginning and dabbled in that. Then I kind of left it and then went away from it. And obviously with the, you know, gang culture you tend to always learn something, try to have something in your background, you know. So to surprise you, you know, use it as an element of surprise against your opponent. So when I was looking for a style, I kind of picked Aikido first, and that didn't uh, go with me because of the bowing. Yeah. Yeah. And then Aikido is the one with the, with the sticks, isn't it? No, is that no, Aikido is no. That's Kali. Uh, okay. Dabbled in Kali as well, Silat as well, which is mostly Muslim art as well. Um, but with Aikido, it's more about using the other person's energy and force, and okay. it's more about throwing out and locks. And so I did doubling that, but I didn't want to bow to the teacher, so it didn't last very long. <laughs> so we had a big argument on bowing. Okay. So that's how it started. So, so um, as as myself, I know there are other martial arts like jiu-jitsu and uh, taekwondo, and you know, you kickboxing and karate. Would you say kung fu is uh, more attacking, or is it about self-defense? Like I really mentioned, but take the middle road. Yeah, it's right. a bit like the dean as well. Not too hard, not too soft. Yeah, not too extreme. Not the balance. Too, like, yeah, not not too you know layman type of thing. So you're in the middle. So there's a balance behind it. So with Wing Chun, what it is with the jiu-jitsu, you've got to be strength orientated. But later on, becomes more of a you know technical aspect of it as well. But Wing Chun is a lot more about being a bit more relaxed when using your their energy against them. So there's a, the element of hard is when you're actually striking. It's okay. And that's a part of the Wing Chun that I personally like. There's three principles in Wing Chun. First is the sim, uh, center line theory. So all attacks are based around the center line theory. So it's in the center of a person. The center of the yeah, yeah. So the imagine head. there's a line going straight through your head, going you know through your nose, you know, you know, it's the sternum, your heart, everything straight to the bottom. So that's the first principle. Second principle is a simultaneous attack and defense. Yeah, and the third principle is economy of motion. Okay, so everything that goes should be able to 
carry on. It shouldn't stop like water. Okay. So it shouldn't be like preventing anything of uh, your attacks or any of your movements. So that's how Wing Chun works. So these are the principal principles that we apply. So, so, so let, me, let me let me go one step back here. So you're saying, uh, first of all, you're from where? Where you originally from? Your, your accent can uh, throw me off here. Your accent is from where? Sorry, I didn't mention that. I'm from Walsall, near Birmingham. Walsall. Yeah, Walsall. Right, okay, from Walsall. So uh, you started off because you wanted to get involved, because you wanted to be part of a gang, or you were part, you were already, I was already part of a gang? Part, I was already part of a gang. You were part a, of a yeah, gang, yeah, right, so. okay. So you wanted to obviously just learn a few more tricks and techniques, you yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, just basically just to defend myself. Defend yourself, right, okay. So how did you, you said you learned different styles. How do you know what you're comfortable with? Because there's loads. I mean, I, I looked into martial arts when I was growing up as well. But there's loads out there of people. I, mean, I know Cash. You, I remember you did karate. I did. I did do karate. I think I got. You had a phone block in the house, and I used to think. Oh that? yeah, that's right. You had a phone block in the house, and you had a phone block. You did karate, right? Yeah. And there's taekwondo. Then I used to watch. Van Damme and kickboxing and blood and all the listeners who are my age group these were the movies at that time now is born right there's so much stuff out there how did you get uh, wound up with Kung Fu, uh, with the um, Wing Chun how did you how was that how was that comfortable for you yeah Wing Chun obviously what Bruce Lee was he originally did so I didn't go for Jake was he, was he not I'm sorry Chikun Do was he not Chikun that was Do? later the first style he did was Wing Chun Okay, so the Wing, Wing Chun is is uh, a style of uh, uh, of kung fu. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Okay. That's right. So kung Wing, fu's got different styles. There's but different Wing styles. Wing Chun's one of them. Wing Chun's one. Wing Chun is actually a style that was actually founded by a, a, a Chinese woman monk, and she obviously lived in a monastery and she's practiced all the martial arts. So when she was out and she's watching, you know, look, obviously they actually learned a lot from the wilderness, you know, from the nature. Okay. So that was a big impact on, upon part of their training. So when she seen a crane and a snake fighting, she kind of looked at the way the crane was attack, uh, defending and the snake was attacking. And she put all the best bits of every martial art together, like 20 years of experience together, and she put it in the way the crane and the snake were fighting. And this is where it came along. The name actual Wing Chun is a name of a woman. And uh, she taught it to a no- woman called Wing Chun, and she taught it to her husband, which is a long story behind that as well, which I won't go into it. And the, mo- uh, the husband named the style Wing Chun after her. So it's actually, a re- it means perpetual springtime, and the name comes from uh, a woman. So, so basically she beat her husband up because you better name that after me. And the bo- she actually, and she actually did she actually did beat her husband up. <laughs> her husband was a champion of the area and she would just laughed out at him once. So that's why I didn't want to go into this long story. Okay. And, and he said, What are you gonna do? So she actually, you know <laughs> beat him up beat her up and you know, beat him up and then he just named the style after her and he learned the style off of her. So all the ladies out there who want to beat their husbands this come, and see, come, come and see the bear. <laughs> learn some kung fu. Learn some kung fu, yeah. So, um, now we're just going to touch upon um, some of the terms that are used in, in Kung Fu, uh, such as... <laughs> That's, <one now>. no. <laughs> That's Bruce Lee. <laughs> um, you got one for Jet Li there? <laughs> it's the same one. <laughs> so, um, as you are, uh, you, would you, you, you consider yourself a master then, yeah? With Chinese culture, if after 20 years of a, any style you do, you become a master. So I've done this for 27 years. So 27 years teaching and training in the martial art, uh, Wing Chun Kung Fu. Uh, so I'll be in classes in Chinese culture as a master. 
But I don't class myself as a master. I'm still a student of you know learning and knowledge. So you never ever surpass your teacher. You know, so be humble. In in Chinese, what would you call yourself? What's I a call myself a, a sifu means teacher, father figure. So that's why uh, I remember that from not not shifu, sifu. Sifu. <laughs> seafood. Okay, right. yeah. I'm a bit hungry. Seafood. That's some diets. <laughs> seafood and eating. I remember that from uh, Kung Fu Panda. You had seafood. Seafood. The <laughs> so that seafood's master. Um, and then you have your, your, your the student. Yeah. Uh, is there a Chinese term for that? Well, obviously, we say Sei Hing, older brother. You know, Sei Hing means that one of the you know uh, one who helps me. So he'd be the teacher student. And obviously, the the you had the to uh, Chinese. Todai, yeah. very rarely used, but obviously we we say say Hing. We we'll go, you know. Okay. She would only be a pupil. Will be pupil, like in English terms. So you you've got the uh, the Sifu, you've got the Sei Hing or Todai, yeah, and um, uh, the area where you train yeah. or, or you you perfect your skills. What yeah. what would you call that? It's called a Kwan, a Kwan, you know. So called a Kwan. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or a, Kwan. Yeah. Right? So Japanese, you call it a dojo. dojo yeah, yeah. I, so I've heard the word jo, dojo. Before. Dojo. So that comes from Japanese terminology. So we, we fake basically Chinese. You know, so, so anything Chinese we love. <laughs> right. Okay. Excellent. Um, right, so with that, on to the free fighting and uh, when you're sparring in the corn. Right before yeah. that, um, you. Do you bow? I know, I know in some martial arts you bow. You see that styles, yeah. you had an argument with your teacher before regarding yeah, that's bowing. It, yeah. so, we just you, show, we show a, a, you know, a raised flat hand and a yeah, yeah, that. And that's a kind of, uh, obviously the, technique, the way that we respect our teachers and that's the respect that we use. We don't bow because obviously that's a karate. Uh, some kung fu stars do as well, but majority of the you know the stars are the more Japanese stars where they bow, so nobody's divine enough yeah. to bow in front of. So that's the way we feel. Oh yeah. And yeah. you know, our, uh, Master James Sinclair, he actually you know believes that as well. He said, you know, I don't need to bow to anybody because nobody. Is, has your, is your teacher over. is your teacher who taught you? Is he still around? Yeah, mashallah, my teachers uh, they're both Muslim. Okay. Uh, so equally, there's Master James Sinclair. He's a Muslim as well. So he he's. Okay, I think the name rings a bit. Okay, right. Yeah, and there's uh, we call it Master Abid Mahmood. Okay, and uh, he's a Muslim as well, Haji as well. So, mashallah, he's a big influence on me, and, uh, and they both are. So, I, I take it um, martial arts is it quite big down south in terms of what you go within the within the Muslim community? Is martial arts a big thing with it youngsters, is. with uh, young gang member, young young gang members? Because it's not that I would I wouldn't say it's, it's that big up here. Yeah. In Glasgow, but uh, I mean, what, what, what's the culture like in where you're from? The culture so? down south is much bigger, you know, in terms of martial arts. You know, you see more Muslims in, involved in it. There's more Muslims in it. What's, the, what's well the purpose of them coming into martial arts? Would it be would it be like to become part of a gang, or is it to tone up? Is it for discipline? No, those who are in gangs, you know, they probably know some elements of martial arts. You know, they probably dabble in it. Okay. But because of the gang, gang culture, they all have to be out and about. You know, otherwise they're going to miss out on something. This is why you know, again, you know you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss anything that's happening. So they always, you know, tend to double in and out. So what we tend to do is like going back to the culture. You know, we're changing. We were changing that culture. We're getting people off the streets. We talk to gang members. We go out in the streets. We, you know, we approach them. And because of you know the ability that we can deal with them, being there, done that, got the T-shirt, we can speak to them in their language. Okay. That's how we approach them. And back to the question you're saying, what brings them into it? Obviously, there's a big sport, you know, sportsmen who are Muslim as well. Yeah. They're influencing the, you know, the change in the culture as well. The other thing is oh, they need to defend themselves. They've been attacked, you know, by you know, people who are you know, uh, racist as well. So you know, you need to defend yourself. 
and you need to defend your family, and that's how it comes about. You know, the more of the youngsters are taking it up. I, I, I mean, I was always read or listened to that whenever you see the, the movies, I'll go by the movies, okay, but learning martial arts is, is not always about getting into trouble or getting into fights or looking for a fight. Yeah. It's about trying to avoid it. Avoid it, yes. Yeah, so if, if someone approaches you, you try to get away from the problem. Yeah. Or, or you give the person, another person a chance to get away and say, listen, I don't want to get involved or listen, I don't want any harm, this and that sort of thing. But if they provoke you, then you, you give them one. Yeah. Or then, then you just about lay them down and that's it. <laughs> well, I'll put it down. <laughs> a nice way, you know. So it was a bear. <laughs> it was a bear. Put some exclamation, exclamation marks here for everyone who knows. When I was teaching uh, some uh, prison guards, you know, obviously they stayed for about two months, and they after the two months they weren't very happy. And I said, "Why are you not happy?" He said, "We're not allowed to use this against prison guards. We're not allowed to, you know, restrain them." Okay. <laughs> or against prisoners. I said, against prisoners, you yeah. know. So prisoners, yeah. So that's why they can only restrain them. You see, so. Uh, I said, well, I can only teach you how to, you know, finish them off, basically. I don't <laughs> want to <laughs> teach you to restrain them, you know. So, That's a yeah, it's uh, a finishing art. It's, it's the first, uh, one of the best self-defense arts in the world. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it doesn't look very pretty. You can't put it on a film and say, look, this is Wing Chun, you know. It doesn't look pretty in the sense that you can't go for high kicks. Well, it looks very boring art, well, you know. When, so when the panda does it, it looks it, awesome. Turn my film, ask somebody, the stuff in Bourne, yeah. What is that? Like Bourne, obviously, he... I know it's a film, I know it's a oh, film, I know it's a lot more... But what is that? Mixed martial arts? Is, is, is that a... Carly, he, he, he obviously uses Carly in uh, yeah, but Bourne, which you Bourne film you talking about? But you've seen Ip Man, you've seen Ip Man, that's yeah, Wing Chun. Oh, I've seen yeah. Ip Man. That's Wing Chun, because Ip Man was teacher of Bruce Lee. Oh, he is amazing. Yeah, so, now you know where I come from. I, there's the actual lineage, I'm part of that lineage, Ip Man lineage. I come along through that lineage as well, so... So just before you were talking about the flow, yeah. um, and I think that um, they use that in, in uh, Chinese martial arts, they, they talk about energy and stuff. Um, there's a there's a term for that as well. Yeah, it's called qi. You know, qi. the energy that flows through you. So you know, people try to elaborate and elaborate. And you can do so much on it. You know, they elaborate on it that you become powerful. But you have to develop it first. You see. Can you fly through here? Not yet. No, I'm just still working Couching on that. Tiger, uh, was it coaching tiger? Um, Head of dragon. Yeah, yeah, women's flying through the air. Yeah, that's with a lot of ropes, isn't it? So. <laughs> I know. But, okay, right. It's not realistic. Is, are you close to anything like the Shaolin monks? No, no, we don't. Uh, this Wing Chun is totally separate from that. They actually train in different styles. Okay. Uh, the tiger, the crane, the snake as well. So, yeah, the crane and snake is in the Shaolin Monastery still. So that style is just sep- separate. They've got the mantis, obviously, which is a very powerful art, very strong art. So that's uh, something that they do. Okay. So you've got, you got snake, yeah. crane... Uh, as far as I remember in Kung Fu Wing Chun's, Wing Chun's crane and snakes so <laughs> snake and crane the monkey um, is there a monkey yeah there's a monkey yeah monkey style as well dragon yeah tiger tiger panda leopard and, no there's only tiger so leopard so and tiger will all be the same I suppose so okay excellent and so there's five different animal types. So as you said, it's all based on. Oh, no, no. What we do is we actually train on, focus on just the two. But two. you won't see so much of the crane or the snake. You know, where other martial arts, in the Shaolin martial arts, you see the crane and snake. It'd be so obvious the way they move and everything. But we don't do that. We don't move like that. So how long have you been doing it yourself? Twenty-seven years. Twenty-seven yeah. years, right? And 
how long does it take you to get to that level, like to a comfortable level that you know? Like, like what, I'm, what I'm about to say now, you, you probably hear this a thousand times. How long is a piece of a string, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. It's, but it's learned, you always no, learning more things. Effort, but did yeah. you do it like once a week, or were you a bit more? Um, I started out with once a week. I was obviously in university as well. How old were you? Sorry, I, I won't ask lots of questions. How old were you? I was twenty when I started. I believe we do have a, a caller on the phone just now. If we'd like to go to that person, Salam alaikum. Hello, Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam, brother. Uh, I believe you have a question, is it, uh, for our seafood master here? It, it was originally for um, the Mr. Naveed, but I'll just ask seafood since he's here. Yeah, of course, fire away. Um, in, in your uh, martial art, and with obviously with a Islamic perspective as well, um, there's obviously in this day and age a lot of bullying going on, which leads to, obviously, um, so many consequences, but um, in an Islamic and obviously a martial arts perspective, what what would you say if you were to get bullied or if you were to be um, faced by an attacker? Would you obviously some people say you should run away, um, or even if it's just abuse, are you supposed to take that abuse and forgive them and walk away, which would seem like the right thing to do, or obviously fight back and beat them up with the karate noises? Uh, well, what it is is uh, obviously we always advise our students. You know, it's best to walk away from the situation if you can do so safely, and that's right. the most important. Safely, but obviously, you try and avoid the situation first and foremost. Obviously, right. we, we obviously go through that as well. Uh, secondly, what uh-huh. it is is um, uh, you know, with any martial art, if you train hard enough, and the way you walk and the way you carry yourself, people don't tend right. to pick up on pick on you, and that's what right. we try to encourage in our students. The way we treat and train. That in itself should you know be a deterrent in some form or another. Uh, obviously, the art in itself is a self-defense art, and you know we do teach our self-defense. We do look at the body. Got to remember is we're looking at teaching people to control the other person. If two people are aggressive right. and both are angry at each other, and you know, and they're both mad, you know, with anger, what's going to happen is you're going to yeah. get people, you know, you get anarchy. So one has to be in control, and the person who knows the martial art, he should be the one in control. And we show you how to control the situation as best as possible right. with minimum that's injury. So, that's to obviously, like, that's obviously kind of fight the fight perspective. What if it was a more of a bullying and kind of like receiving um, the abuse on a daily basis? How would you deal, tackle with that? Obviously, dealing with the abuse, you're obviously going to be. You have to know what you're talking about at the same time. You can't. Somebody's abusing you. No, you can't hit them because obviously it's not physical at all. So that right. you'd walk away from. You know, I wouldn't say to you know hit somebody who's saying you know things about you terrorists and everything. You can't explain to somebody who's going to call you those kind of things. And this is what most people are getting nowadays. And I, right. I, what I do at work is I just explain to people, you know, Islam. You know, where they come from, the the character of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Obviously, it's a beautiful character. If you all you know, just say we're going to be like Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We're going to be nice to everybody from the beginning till the end. That's the hardest thing for us to do as human beings, you see. But if you can do that every day at work, at, you know, yep. people are going to change and people will look at you in a different way. And they do. They do see the nice thing. They do see the best character you can follow is the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And if you can do that at work, people start seeing it. And if you do that in, you know, opening the door, holding the door, saying thank you, please. This is just normal etiquette that a person should be taught, you know, in their daily life. And if you yeah. did that, people will see a different Islam. The less bullying will happen. I come from an era when, you know, era when National Front was big. You know, we used to get, you know, spat in the face. We used to get our parents used to get kicked in the street. 
So you know, right. we overcome that. This is nothing, you know. This is nothing new. Mm. I think I think the, the era now is more about mental, yeah. mental kind of uh, torture sort of thing or mental abuse, yeah. mental yeah. health. Yeah. Whereas your era was more physical. More physical. So I think the, for the caller, you've got to kind of think what is the, what line should that person not cross. And, and my advice to you would be, if they get physical, then you know what you need to do. Yeah. Run. <laughs> no, if you get physical, then obviously you need to fight back, sort of thing. But I think I think that should be your line, your last line. Last line, yeah. yeah. But you remember, is what it is. It's, psych- it's a reverse uh, psychology. What you say to the person, right? You say you don't want no trouble, and that kind of puts a person on the you know on the pedestal, right? Yeah, hang on, he says something to me. I don't want no trouble, you know. You know, normally say I don't want no trouble, and the person just gets more and more aggressive. And you know, you 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 know, if you're gonna lift your hands up, then you know, if the camera is yeah. watching you, it thinks like you will put your hands up first to asking for a fight. So you just basically yeah. have to know the body language and how you to use your body and everything. You know, see, uh, all the different one, one of the Michael um, is that um, Naveed, he was saying, obviously there's a line that you can cross. Should they, when they cross, then obviously you should fight back. Um, most people then refer to a physical line where punches are thrown or kicks are made. But what if it was more of a emotional? or a mental line where they're crossing that boundary, um, should you then fight back? I think when it comes to mental boundary, then you know you can go on all about, all day about that because you, you can't fight somebody who's mentally, you know, trying to attack you. Mentally, you can't. You, this is like, you know, in any court of law, that'd be like if you hit the person, you're the one who instigated the whole thing. Even though he's right. using verbal abuse and everything, you know, he hasn't done anything to you really. He just He's just using verbal abuse. It's not a physical mm-hmm. attack. You know, you can you right. can't take him to court for saying swearing and everything. Everybody swears in Scotland for as far as I come here. Everybody, you know, it's like I'm shocked. <laughs> it's like I might just be. But but I like what you said before, Zubair, as well regarding that. Obviously, dialogue is is, is important at the beginning. Yeah. You know, obviously, and even walking away from a situation. But having, as you said, kung fu in your back pocket, you know, as a last line defense. Um, you have the confidence, you see, and yeah. that confidence shows through. You know, in your speech and the way you stand and the way you actually talk. You know, it'll it'll, mm. it'll, it'll come through. You know, uh, we call it. Uh, I'm just talking from my own experience, and mm-hmm. you know, we was like when we go to school, we was like one of six Asians. You know, and you know, Asians were the in every class you went, the Asian was the only person sitting on his own. You know, it's a whole class, and that's from yeah. year one till year five. You know, so you from from the age of eleven till the age of sixteen, you would be sitting by yourself, and you know, your best friend would turn around and call you the p word or the you know the n word, and you were thinking. That's the guy I trusted, <laughs> and he said that. Yeah. So, so this is where, yeah, this is the kind of like you know the history we have. So this is, so the bottom line, you can diffuse any situation through your language and through your body, through, body your, through your body language. Yeah. You, you can diffuse a situation if you're going to be like a current, if you're going to show like that I'm the man sort of thing, and that other person is just going to irritate him even more and take it to the next level. So I think the what you're trying to say is listen. We have a cool head. You, you should be have a cool, the coolest head. That's it. If he walk with confidence, you know, yeah. you know, walk and you know, talk with confidence. Don't you say, uh, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, you know, don't be apologetic yeah. so much. You know, you say sorry once and that's enough because you don't need to say sorry again. You don't need to apologize again. And if somebody's being rude, you try your best to walk away from it. The further we get away from it, it sounds like if he's shouting and screaming, he'll be the only one doing it. You know, and everyone look what a you know what a you know a silly well, person. You, you do see that in social media at all uh, a lot as well when when people get attacked um, verbally or, or sometimes even physically, but then other people will will, will enter and um, try to defuse the situation as well. Sometimes it ends up 
bad, you know, we heard in America, you know, two people mm. got stabbed while helping out um, some Muslim Muslims sisters. Bills, yeah. yeah, so that's a shame, but obviously mm. you should always be careful in whatever situation you, you go into. Um, brother, thank you very much for, for your question. I hope that, um, that helps. I just had one more uh, point. I was yeah, say, I was, I'm, I'm thinking of joining Boots and Beers. I still haven't made my mind up. I'm just listening to your shows so far, but would I get Wing Chun classes from the Sifu if I was to join? I mean, how can I get taught by yourself? You <laughs> well, we're, we're trying to convince Sifu himself to come to her hill walking, so let's see if he can come along, then you never know. Right, but right. I, I think, if you just listen on, I think the, uh, Zubair is, is going to talk about some what he's got planned for Glasgow, and then you can maybe join one of the right, classes okay. then, yeah? But you're more yeah, than welcome definitely. to come to Boots and Beards, yeah? Right, how do I join? Is it online? Or, I mean, how would I join? Go to bootsandbeards.co.uk. All the information right. will be there, yeah? So, uh, Ramadan, we're basically um, just having a break. After Ramadan, uh, our our help walks will start every fortnight. Thank, thank you very much, brother. All right, thank okay, you very thank much. Thank you. No problem. Zakallah. So, um, some good points there with regarding how to... Um, uh, in the way that you show yourself in, in public, um, I like the way that you said confidence is very yeah. important. Um, and, you know, obviously, to, the first thing is to keep a cool head, be calm, and uh, and then on top of that, if you need to bring out the Kung Fu, bring out the Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> but as again, it's always a last resort in, a, in any case. Uh, moving on from that, I think Brother Zabair was uh, going to show... Um, some moves, and I, I believe in the view. <laughs> I've not volunteered, but I can see myself being pushed forward here to the front line. So uh, you have agreed. <laughs> it's in your contract. Yes, exactly. It's in my contract. So, uh, Bruce Bear, would you like to show some? Yeah, let's show. Just and, some, you know, and, ideas. And also, we we are going to be recording this for uh, for Facebook and YouTube. So, uh, if anyone would like to have an idea of what kung fu entails, they can uh, go along to the. Um, Bearded Brothers or Boots and Beards uh, website and, and have a look on, on there. Facebook. So, Brothers, so what are you going to show to us? What are you going to show us? Um, obviously, you said like the flowing, how we flow. How you uh, flow, right. So, I'll show you just how, 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 how my blood flows <laughs> on the other end. <laughs> flowing. <laughs> so, if, I, if you stand up, yeah, and uh, I'll just go through. So, and then um, I won't be able to explain everything what we're doing, but actually, you'll see how. Okay. I think cash. Well, I'll, I'll try my best. Yeah, I'll best. try and explain it. Okay. <laughs> so bare hits, Navi falls to the ground. So I'll talk and you just repeat. Yes. Right. So okay. 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 So what we're going to do first is obviously you said about flowing drill. You know how you flow. Yeah. So um, you, yeah, you were talking about flow. Like but yeah. So what about chi? Yeah. So I'm going to just give you this now. This is now everything happened. This is now a fight happens. Yeah. So we're just going to. Oh yeah. Navi's getting a bit aggressive there. Uh, so if uh, if you put your hands up, yes. Yeah, so obviously it's been going to be stiff and strong. So yeah. So it's going to be really strong. Okay. So what I do is from here I move. Yes, yeah, so I move from here. So I'm moving, I'm moving, you see, now he doesn't so, know what to do. So what, he's, what you're doing, get you're, 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 getting in get you're getting in closer. Yeah, so that's it. So now I've got him in a position where I can take him down if I need to. Oh, that's it. He's uh, just grabbed him by the chin and took his head off. Yeah, so Finish okay, him. So I'm going to show you. So if you just relax me, so I'm gonna, from here, I'll, I'll attack and you block this. So bring your hand up. So it blocks you. You see, then I look at from here. Slap on the face. Hit. You oh. see, then I chain. Then I chain from Head here. Head on the chest. Oh, my God. Attack, yeah. You're you okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm fine. So what I've done is, yeah, let's go back. Because when he, he was stiff here, I didn't fight with that, I couldn't move, yeah, hit here. So I'll take his focus onto the top. So and now he's going down, as he like, so, so I'll push his head here. Feel that, so I'm pulling down, yeah. 
I think the chair saved you there. <laughs> but I, I love how the, the way that you showed your hand movements is you're blocking plus you're attacking at, at the, the same, same time, time as well. And that's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And, and you just keep going as well. You don't just go uh, one punch and that's it. You just stop. Yeah. You keep going until oh. I take it you're, you're trying to get him in a position where you defuse it completely. That's it. Right. That's well, well done. So well if done. I discover well done to Naveed as well. <laughs> so oh, there's more as well. What he said was obviously, must say simultaneous attack and defense. Yeah. So when he's got his hands up, what I did was I attacked. That's my defense at the same time. Then attack from there. That doesn't matter now. Okay. Idea. So from there I can take control of the arm, push his leg or body. Got the idea. <laughs> That's it. Excellent, excellent. Naveed, you I'm glad you, you enjoyed that, Cash. <laughs> So do you I'm sitting here. <laughs> uh, so uh, as I said before, thank you for. No, I, I'm I'm very I'm very um, glad. Um, uh, that, that that just I had that put upon me. Showing that visual aspect, and as we as I said, we're going to put that on Facebook and stuff. Um, it shows listeners uh, what kung fu is all about, and hopefully they'll, they'll be more entitled to come along and uh, learn from themselves. Um, just. I wanted to touch on what we were talking before the, the, uh, when we went for adverts. Um, when I asked you how long it took you to, to do all that, how the confidence to do all that, and you said it was roughly, you started off once a week. Then, yeah, and once then, a week, yes, that's and right. And then till... Obviously what I was, when I first started, I started at the, in the university, Wollongong University, in, back in 1990. And uh, it was one lesson a week. And after one lesson a week, obviously I needed to do more, so I'd uh, train for about six, seven months uh, quite seriously by myself. And my instructor started training with me, so I started going to my instructor's garage and training in the evening, so it increased uh, in, a, in a year's time. Were you the so only student he had? For Warsaw Lady, I was the only student. Uh, there was very few people who did Wing Chun, so it wasn't as popular as uh, all the other martial arts they are now. So you couldn't find anybody teaching or training Wing Chun. There's very few people. All right, okay. So. I take it discipline is very important in this as well. Yes, it is. Like yes. You, you have to, just like any athlete who goes to any sport, you have to train, train, you have to. train. So, um, excellent. Any other questions? Yeah. So, uh, you started when you were 21. What would you recommend? I mean, I, I know uh, I've got quite a big family. I mean, Cash, together, we've got quite a big family. Uh, what age group? Do you think would be ideal for someone to kind of get himself? Mentally, mentally, kind of focused into this kind of like not career, but this kind of like uh, martial, art, martial arts yeah, kind of like a, like a hobby sort of thing. Um, what is how, how young do you I, go? I, I started teaching from uh, kids from the age of five, so I had about roughly about you know eighty students and children who used to you know. This, sign this, up is, this is involved, also, yeah. yeah. So they'd sign up and they wanted to train, and obviously limited time available. You know, we couldn't have that many classes for them. I used to teach in a private school as well. Um, that we call it uh, was a very good class as well, and they were all intelligent kids, and they started from the age of five. So from the age of five, boys and girls, boys and girls. Yes. Okay, right. Okay. So I teach girls up to the age of eleven. After okay. that, obviously, you know, they yeah. have a female instructor, so that's very important. Okay. So that's uh, what we have as a rule in my uh, class. And you, you're a, you're a, a father of four kids, I believe. Father of four kids. Two, two boys, two girls. Two girls. Yeah, twin girls. And are they all? I mean, are you've 
ten, obviously. Are, are they all? I do. I do fight with them. <laughs> <laughs> do they beat you up four against uh, one? Four against one. Uh, my son is an amateur boxer, so he likes boxing. He likes okay. uh, Amir Khan. Okay. So he's from that crowd. Uh, he, I taught him Wing Chun from the age of eleven. So some of the skill that he's got in boxing is down to Wing Chun training. Mm. My youngest son, he's a mixed martial artist. He does everything from uh, fighting like Superman, Batman, and okay. you know, and uh, Kung Fu Panda. Would, would you would you see having a, a, a skill set under your belt? Yeah. It will prepare you more in life in terms of like obviously make you give you more confidence sort of thing, but I think give you more discipline as well and get you a bit more prepared for what's going to come ahead when you hit 15, 18, 21, 20. I mean, I think it's a good thing to have under your belt. We do encourage our students and pupils, you know, the young people is uh, highly to focus on their education, focus on their dean, and at the same time we encourage them to become something rather okay. than just become fighters. Yeah. There's plenty of you know, trouble in the world. We want them to become better people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why we teach our students, uh, and most of our students do become you know, quite confident in what they want to pursue. Okay. So the discipline is there, and that's important. Um, so with um, what Naveed was saying earlier regarding, you know, I, I used to do karate myself, and, and they've got um, belts, uh, the way they work, you know, white belt, green belt, orange belt, I can't even remember what it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it the same in Kung Fu, or is it just that you learn uh, a bit at a time and just uh, progress your knowledge? Or is there a belt system, a dance system? There's a there's a grading system in the Wing Chun uh, Association that we're part of. We don't have belts for adults. We have uh, levels for adults. For children, we have belts. Obviously, the same color belts as most uh, kung fu uh, clubs. Uh, but the levels we have, each level has two sections: part one and part two. Okay. And once you pass level three, you basically like your first and black belt. Um, black belt level. So that's where you are at the. If you pass your third level. Uh, most people who pass second level, they're pretty confident. They start teaching and they start you know, training other martial arts as well, just to complement their training. So we do have a, a high level of uh, we call it uh, students, you know, who actually you know take this further, you know. Uh, obviously, whether they take it through we call it uh, their education or you know their own uh, bodybuilding or whatever, they take you know the discipline that they learn, they take it further from that. So yeah, excellent. Um, so what age group can, is, is the is like the is, is like the maximum after that is, maxim- is, is there age group I mean uh, last year I had a guy who was 72 years old oh wow and he, he trained quite hard with all the youngsters and he tried to do everything that they were doing as well so that was quite good that was quite impressive you know what he did and he was really nice chap you know he'd been a doorman he'd been but he never done Wing Chun he'd done karate so when he came to the class and he knew I was teaching there and he joined straight away, and uh, for 72 year old, that's a big, you know, that's, that's plus, amazing. You know, so, so any age, any age, basically. yeah. So we just basically, what well, if you born upwards? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't do babysitting. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, in terms of like fitness wise, do, do they, I mean, do they have to be? What would you call? We in our association, we incorporate fitness as well. So okay. you get press up, sit ups. We got our own way of teaching you stuff. Okay, and you, we develop you mentally as well. Uh, obviously, endurance-based training as well. I like well. that. I like that. So it's not just uh, the martial art aspect, but the fitness as well. And you do? Do you bring any religious element to it as well? So I mean, uh, I mean, 
like, did you do like reminders? Talk about, I mean, we talked about you mentioned the profit and stuff, and yeah. a, few, a few times in this talk. But do you bring that element yeah, into you? If it's time for prayer, we, we go for prayer. We tell our students to pray as well. Okay. Uh, we call it um, if it's to, to do with their behaviour. Mm-hmm. We bring the you know the etiquettes of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Okay. You know, and you know, we put those into practice basically. So. There's a lot of things that we do work on nice one. youngsters, so you know, if they're not fo- focusing on the dean, we do encourage them as much as we can. Right, okay. So, that's excellent. Thank you for uh, discussing everything there regarding Kung Fu with ourselves, Sifu. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you just want to uh, let our listeners know uh, a bit about how to get involved with, um, I, th- I think you've got a, a club or an organisation yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to let our listeners know about that. Firstly, thank you for having me on Radio no, Ramadan. Anytime. really appreciate that as well. And thank you to, for the listeners to taking part in it as well. Um, my clubs, uh, I've got two clubs. Obviously, the Freshers uh, Club that we have like uh, on a Sunday morning it, uh, is at Zia Al-Quran uh, from 11.30. So that's if you just want to come in, just want to have a look at the art and the style, we can have you there. You can come and see us there. Is that free? Uh, that first lesson is free. So after that, it's uh, seven fifty a lesson. Okay. So the evening class at, uh, is at St. Ninian's Church, which is six thirty to eight o'clock, and that's the class you will be in. Where is St. Ninian's Church? Where is on one Albert Drive. So one Albert Drive. Oh, is, is that opposite Al Kabab House? Is it? Uh, no, no, that's uh, no, so opposite. At, at the top. At the top, yeah. Okay, at the, the top. Just by the lights. Okay. Okay. So that's six uh, thirty till uh, eight o'clock on a Sunday evening. And is it the uh, same price? Uh, it's the same price, yeah. And, and it's the same uh, free lesson in the evening as well. Uh, first free lesson. Uh, well, I have a website called Wing Chun uh, Scotland, uh, Scotland.net. So, so Wing Chun, W-I-N-G-C-H-U-N, Scotland.net, yeah? Scotland, yeah. Okay. Um, what we'll do, we'll, we'll put the, the website on to... my number is if you pass my number to, you know... Uh, yeah, feel free, we just, just mention so the number, yeah? 0787-107-102-306. Okay, and I take it people have got a pen now, so if you want to see it again? 07-877-102-306. Fantastic, thank you very much. Um, before we go, I just obviously to do a little recap of what uh, we've talked about today, and I was going to do a wee quick question to read to him just to make sure he was listening. Uh, and yeah, I've seen him nodding off a couple of times maybe. <laughs> I'm awake, trust me, I was, I'm awake now. <laughs> so... Um, Let's see. The first question is, what is an instructor called in Kung Fu? Sifu. Well done. Not Sifu, Sifu. Perfect, perfect. And what are the different styles of um, uh, Kung Fu? Animal styles. Okay, snake, crane, monkey, tiger. And there's one more. Just remember Kung Fu Panda. Mantis, praying mantis. Did you say praying mantis? Praying mantis. <laughs> <laughs> the turtle. It's not no turtle. Was the he? What was the turtle? Sifu was the master. What was the turtle? Was was his master? It was his master? Yeah. Right, that was the, that turtle was the, the little okay. hairy guy's mouth. <laughs> okay, and what is the name given to the the sparring area where where they work in where where they they, they practice kung fu? Oh through. god. Pass. <laughs> Zubair? Yeah, go on. Go on. Yeah. Go on. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I would like to, uh, again, thank you uh, for uh, Sifu Zubair Khan uh, coming on our show today and thank discussing you. Kung Fu. Uh, 